are. Yeah. The ones that listen to classical music all day, yeah. They're like, I just, I listen to Bach when I make love. Yeah, sure. I actually don't have really too much to say about Oppenheimer. I mean, it's straight, it it's a straightforward movie. It is. It's really straightforward. There's not too much up for interpretation. Yeah, and that, that's kind of the whole thing. The only thing that is out there is the fact that Christopher Nolan kind of did like the same direction method that he took from Memento, and that was a very non-linear movie with the comes to the storytelling. In the beginning, yeah. Then that was lost towards like the second half once the nuclear bomb went off, when the atomic bomb went off, and then after that it became fairly linear. Other than the... Um, Other than the ending, where it kind of really ended off in the middle chronologically. Yeah. And that was kind of like how Memento was as a movie. was like the very start of the movie, it starts off like chronologically at the end. And then like the next scene, it starts off around like the beginning. And it like kind of goes back and forth until like the end of the movie is like it reads right at the middle chronologically. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's a fine movie. I personally wouldn't want to watch it again. It's a three-hour movie, I so I won't blame you. Yeah, that too. There's not a lot of three-hour movies I would actually want to watch again. Though, I will say, I think I did ruin it for myself as well, listening to a six-hour podcast about the Manhattan Project. See, I didn't really have to do anything like that because I took a nuclear weapons I course. No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't have to. I just w happened to listen to it and I was really interested in it. And honestly, they should have made a movie about the Dutch professor. <sighs> Can't remember his name, but apparently he had a very interesting adventure going uh, to the United States about the Manhattan Project. Mm hmm. I guess there is one thing I will comment about this movie. It's kind of a documentary and historical, but it's very weirdly anachronistic. Oh, yeah? Because, like, there's this one scene that, uh, right, uh, I think that general guy was telling Oppenheimer, you are not allowed to go until he has, like, his permission and all that. Oppenheimer disregards that, and he goes there, and then, like, the agent that is leading him around is a black guy and like i feel like if they wanted to make this a documentary they do realize black people don't really have that much power around it around especially around this time it's just that weird anachronistic thing where it's just like i don't really think some of these people ha or are were there or in that kind of position oh yeah apparently there was another uh pretty big controversy about the los alamos location mm-hmm because it was actually, instead of what Oppenheimer was saying about what, like, oh, it belongs, Reserve. yeah, it it was actually also largely inhabited by a lot of like Hispanic men, like, mm -hmm. and a lot of it was farmland. But apparently, it was taken over, bulldozed, their farm animals shot, yeah, and they were made to uh, leave their homes. So that way they uh, can that's build all, that, that also comes along with the whole anachronism of the movie. Yeah. It felt like they lost, like, not really lost, but, like, they changed out, it was, 
I guess the best word is revisionism, historical revisionism. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say Oppenheimer uh, himself was fairly liberal. Yeah. So for their society, yeah. Yeah, especially for because, like in Europe, I mean, it wasn't like the same thing what was happening here with like uh, the whole segregation. They didn't have too much of that going on. I mean, technically, yes, they did have their own issues in regards to, like, racial tensions and things like that. But it wasn't, like, at the aspect of, like, what the United States had. Mm -hmm. Because, like, over there, like, there were people in position of power, but also there were people that were in the field of science and things like that. So I don't think Oppenheimer really cared about who was there and honestly that person could have actually been a real person that was mentioned in like the transcribes and biographies and things like that so not like they're they're not there but i did notice a very lack of hispanic men there Mm. but who knows i don't know where he got a lot of his information from what christopher nolan yeah, he didn't cite his sources, I'll just say that. It came to him in a vision. It came to him in a vision. Didn't he receive a book from Robert Pattinson about Oppenheimer? I don't know. I didn't read any of the background when it came to like, the making of the movie. Oh yeah, we do We do our research on this team. You do. I don't. I, I do all the research on this team. Yeah. But I would say, I mean, it's fine. It's a fine movie. It's okay. I, I mean, I like I said, I did get bored towards like the third part because of the political issues, and I think Barbie just like ruined that for me. Uh, in regards to that, because I was like, oh, this is just men fucking getting fifis hurt, and yeah, then I like that part. Yeah, because you're like, ooh, you're, like, you're eating your popcorn, like damn. Yeah. Like the bitch messy. Yeah, that's the fun part. Yeah. I will say Dr. Lawrence, uh, the actor playing him, handsome man. I don't even remember who. There were so many different. I think the only. <laughs> so person many I different can, white men. I think the only diff, like scientist that I can recall because they had a very distinct appearance was Teller. Teller and also. Who, how could you forget Rami Malik though? I don't remember who that one is. He saved oh. the day. Well, who who did Rami Malek play? Because I don't even know who the... I forgot the character's name. You are telling me that and you don't remember who he was as a character? <laughs> but you you definitely remember who he is because he's the one that was saying like, oh, well, Strauss was the one that brought Oppenheimer down. He's the one that made oh, him lose you... his clearance. Mm-hmm. He was Dr. David Hill. No mm-hmm. wonder it's just like a very generic name, but he he was that guy. Oh, that guy. The okay, now I remember now. Yeah, Oppenheimer's buddy. <laughs> it, it's just really funny because you think like everyone like already has this like a preconceived notion that he's gonna like betray also Oppenheimer too, because he Oppenheimer kind of treated him like it like shit, you know, like. Whenever he was trying to hand him the pen to sign, like, whatever thing, he just, like, was like, no, I don't want your fucking shit. And they thought, oh, like, he's he's gonna talk shit about Oppenheimer. Like, well, let's bring him in. And then he's like, 
nah, bitch, I don't like what Strauss did. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like, he's a detriment to the uh, scientific science community. community. Yeah. yeah. Scientific community. I think it's more of, like, he goes for, like, the net good, and that Oppenheimer may be a dick, but he's a brilliant one. A brilliant dick. But yeah. I think I think it's more of he respects what Oppenheimer did and uh, his advances in science and definitely, like, bringing and uplifting like the scientific field in the united states mm -hmm. and so i think it's more of just general respect rather than like just general pettiness too because that's what strauss was doing like he was just a petty guy just sensitive and out for revenge yeah and it, it's not even him just being like a like a good person really it's just him just being upfront about it and being like i don't like what strauss did because if any of us were to say something to upset him like you know what's next like are is he gonna just take down each and every one of us well here's a little thing that is probably a little nuance that you probably won't know since you don't work with military people too often mm -hmm. but when you're a civilian employee i'm a civilian engineer that works with the military they're so used to like having their squadron and having control over them but as a civilian engineer, they don't have that same power. And it's kind of like a power issue that he has, that Strauss has, because he's an admiral. He's very high up in the, like, the, the chain of command for the Navy. And he's just getting shown up by a civilian who he has like no direct control over. And that just like sets him off. Yeah, that does give it a lot more context now. Yeah, because, like, as a civilian employee, if I were, if a colonel, which is, like, usually going to be, like, a squad leader, he can't give me a direct command to do something. That's kind of, like, the weird thing, because, like, you saw, um, that major general guy, I forget his name, like, he took off his coat, and then he told that lieutenant colonel, hey, go watch this. Like, that's the kind of power that they have over people in their chain, in, like, the military, but outside of that, they don't have that same power. And it's that that's that's a little nuance that you won't really understand unless you kind of work with the military a bit. Mm -hmm. There's a little power play that goes on. Yeah, which makes even more sense as to why he doesn't want him to take the committee position. Yeah. Because especially like as scientists, they want to have that freedom to do the things that they want to do. Mm -hmm. And so for someone who took personal offense against someone in their community, well, even if they don't like that person in the community, just the thought of them possibly losing that freedom because they've upset him is enough for them to be like, yeah, we disagree with what this man says. I guess that's probably one thing that it will be lost for a lot of people. Well, of the general audience. Mm -hmm. It's just like, there is a power play that goes on when it comes to like someone that works in the military versus someone that works in the civilian position. And they kind of have to coexist with each other or work with each other and cooperate. And that probably will get lost with a lot of people. Well, you kind of see it a little bit when Oppenheimer is, like, working with Matt Damon's character. Yeah, and, like, they imply it, but, like, it's more of, like, you don't really understand or you don't think that's really plausible or something like that. It makes, I mean, technically it makes sense as to why, like, 
he doesn't feel like he has a control over Oppenheimer, Matt Damon's character, is because, like, uh, he's, like, just one of the few people that can get this thing done. So he's like, well, I kind of have to do, like, let him do what he wants. Mm-hmm. Leslie Groves, that's that was the character's name. Yeah. And so he feels like he's not able to do or like really control him. And so you kind of see that. And I think they're kind of like essentially like the yin and yang of that. Like, well, here's him also part of the military, but he's like, you know what? I'm just going to let Oppenheimer do what he needs to do. While on the other side, he's like, oh, well, I'm not going to let him do what he wants because he's upset me. Yeah. So I think a lot of it was like, unless you're in the military, you won't know like how high up they are in the chain of command. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, if I remember correctly, when he was first there, he was just a colonel. So, at most, they would be just leading a squadron. But then, like, by the time, like, he started, like, the Manhattan Project with uh, Oppenheimer, he became a major general. So, if I remember correctly, that makes him a three-star general. So, they promoted him really fucking high because of that project. And Strauss, as an admiral is the equivalent of a, like a four-star general which is also really high up there like these would be the people that you would see like in the positions of secretary of defense for example yeah like that's how high up they are and because of like they have that much power it kind of drives home the fact that even with all those powers they can't control civilian <laughs> yep Ooh. And thank goodness they can't. Yeah. Unless you're in the military. But they're not civilians. Yeah. Well, that, well, you're both. <laughs> well, that I mean, that's true, yeah. Because, like, if you're not there, you're a civilian. But then they can still control your life for the yeah. rest of your life. But I think that about does it, right? Yeah. And the movie itself is pretty straightforward. Yeah. It, like I said, it's a good movie. I, I don't want to watch it again. It's three hours long. I can watch uh, my document documentaries you... on the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour oh on YouTube. God. Or just the general three hour Jimmy Neutron uh, explanation. I could just watch that. You have but a problem. I do have a problem. You know, it's funny. So uh, my boyfriend, Patchy... He, when I was explaining to him what was happening and how I felt about it, um, he was like telling me, he says, you don't really like, you don't like historical stuff. And like, yes, I do. I watch my three hour documentaries on YouTube. Duh. Three hour Jimmy Neutron documentary. Yeah. And he's like, no, you don't like historical movies. You hate them. You hate this movie. And I'm, I just don't care too much about them they're they're too over dramatized i feel a lot of like historical movies i like to know like the nitty-gritty of like what's going on mm-hmm. and whenever it's like dramatized and it's more directors taking more uh creative liberties on certain aspects i don't like things like that i like to really know what's going on so I think that's why I like watch a lot of the YouTube videos about it or like podcasts just so that way I get a more bigger general grasp of like what's really going on. Mm-hmm. 
that's why I think the movie's fine. It's perfectly fine for what it is, for what it's trying to portray. And it's not anything spectacular. It's not changing my life. Barbie probably changed my life a little bit more than what Oppenheimer did for me. I'm going to download the Oppenheimer personality instead. <laughs> You're download Oppenheimer. You're going to be the next Killian Murphy. Yeah. You're not going to download Ken? I already am a Ken. But I have a library of personalities. <laughs> when do you activate your 2049 personality? Uh, In 2049? 27, or no, 26 <laughs> years. Or what about your drive personality? Whenever I'm driving. Then you got that song, Real Human Being, playing. Yeah. <laughs> real human being. And a real hero. Well, that's the end of the show. That's it. That's it. We we talked about everything. Honestly, I I actually want to do a better detailed explanation on Ken mm -hmm. and his character, but I don't want to do that right now. You never. Mostly because it would be ten times longer episode, but I actually want to do a real breakdown of it. Maybe there will be a part two to the Barbenheimer. Boobenheimer. Yeah, the Boobenheimer. We'll see. But anyways, thank y'all so much for listening. We appreciate y'all. Please check us out. You can head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash imrtalkpodcast. Eventually, we'll have more stuff on there. But right now, we're just taking it a little slow. But if you want to support us, you can definitely do that over on Patreon. Then if you want to chat with us, head on over to, I guess, it's still called Twitter right now. X. Well, it's X, but the website is Twitter. Twitter.com slash in medias res talk or you can head on over to Tumblr. Tumblr's not dead yet. Tumblr.com at in medias res talk. Head on over there. You could probably reach us better at Tumblr than you can on Twitter. But if there's any other movies you want us to talk about, because we don't talk about just like movies that are coming out, we talk about pretty much every movie that we want to watch. If you have any recommendations, I like spooky stuff. I don't, Kay. so leave that to the cast. Kay's a weenie, and he likes Weenie Hut Jr. movies. Yeah. But chat with us, let us know what you want to listen to. Alright, that's the end of the show. Got any last uh, thoughts? No. I know you have no thoughts. Exactly. How about you get some bitches? Uh, that's a sense of time there. Anyways, bye!